0: to the Sharon Kleiner Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. What you hear in the next hour could very well save your life. Now here's your host, Sharon Kleiner.
1: I want
2: to invite you to listen to the Sharon Kleiner Hour, The Power of Water and Water Life Science. We've been doing the show now, excuse my voice, for 13 years. And what I liked about it when I started it is health education. And I'm given calling it the Global Health Olympics. In other words, we all train to be healthier and if you don't feel well or you have been diagnosed with something that is very serious, you can be in training, you can learn, you can beat it, work at it, and study it yourself. Don't just depend upon the doctor and the scientist and the people who invent medicines only. You think how you can be healthier and, and be at war with how you feel you need to learn. We're, going, we're experiencing something now worldwide and a virus. They call it a, it's a pandemic. It came upon us. Kind of like a war. All of a sudden, it became startling. What we're all having to learn. We all have to study that. Become inventors yourself. Your it's your kitchen table. I call the kitchen table everybody who has a kitchen. Learn how to be an inventor. How what you think has to be done. How fox the war room of the strain A fox that strain. Do what has to be done to get people, excuse me, the economy back to work, to be able to get kids back to school. Can you imagine the economy depends upon everybody wanting to go to work? That's the economy of your country. That's how you compete. I'm sure you've heard people talk about intellectual property values and technology and for all the different countries and, and the, uh, what people do to compete. Well, we all do that. When you go to get a job, you're competing because you want that job. When you're behind the wheel and you're driving, you want to be defensive, so you're careful. You want to be safe, and you want to make sure others are safe. We all are learning every day. We learned how to wear a seatbelt. We learned many things. What I teach on the show is drinking water, too. The life of water on this planet. I've been teaching that in this commentary since day one. The planet survives with the life of water. The invention of time for eternity of life on earth is in the water priority first. You must drink a lot of water and always drink your water by a full glass to be serious. Drink your, your entertainment water by sipping. Be sure to be serious with one whole glass at a time. Then you can absorb it. The body makes the decision, not you. Now, something you've been learning that I'm going to bring up today in my commentary. It's the spit. That's the carrier. We, we don't always know we have the strain of the virus. And it's the spit that's carrying it. It contaminates. Now, why is it the spit? When you were a brand-new baby and you came out of that womb and you began to evaporate water like a sponge, not in dehydration yet, but evaporate like a sponge, the body began to evaporate living with the atmospheric water vapor. Like a, like a battery. You're a battery living with the water vapor. When you're drinking your water by the glass, it gives it a chance to replenish the sponge of your life. What happens with the spit and the oral cavity in the mouth is that tongue has nerve endings. That tongue has a saliva. A spit that comes out when we're talking sometimes. Doesn't all, it doesn't show. Sometimes you can see it if you're standing in the sun. If you happen to be carrying the virus or a common cold or an antivirus or anything that could become, be as contagious, that spit is all, comes out anyway from birth. That's why you have a tone of voice of your own. The baby picks up a tone. And what happens with your tone? A voice. Have you ever recognized somebody before you saw them by the tone of their voice? It's that tone. If you didn't have spit, there's a very difficult challenge to getting a tone. It's the spit when it comes out, because whenever you talk calm, there's some spit, but the more you talk and the louder you get, the more spit. We want common sense. I'm calling it spit. It touches something, and if your fingertips touch it, it could contaminate if you touch around the organ, organ of the eye. Your eye is an eyelid open, not covered by the organ of the eye all day. It's the one organ of your body that is open to the rest of the world if that eyelid is open. It's covered by, it's got a tear film with nature's blessing of 99% water on the outside. Of the eye. Your immunity strength that you're learning now about immunity strengths, the immunity strength of the body to battle that war of contaminations. The body gives you those strengths, but you've got to learn to work with them. The surface of the eye has a tear film. And if you touch that once it's dry, and there's a dry eye description called dry eye disease. Why did they call it dry eye disease? That tear film gets dry and evaporates too much, and you don't have the strength and the immunity of the eye that is necessary to protect you. It sounds so too common then, but that's what it is. You have to learn how to wear a mask. We must. We must learn to wear a mask. I know it's new to the Americans, but we've got to learn like the other countries of the world learned long ago with other times of year when they've had viruses and they knew that they were trying to protect themselves from viruses. And have you noticed the countries, you thought it was for pollution? It's also during seasons with the viruses to protect them. So they're not contaminating themselves or somebody else or the family. We need to learn that you need to keep your hands sanitized you need to realize it's the spit. You need to wear a mask and teach each other why. The mask is very important to protect others from spit. You from spit. And then make sure that you've understood that the eye is the carrier. The immunity strength is in that tear film. It is ninety nine percent water. Very, and when that evaporates and gets too, too dry, you don't have the immunity strength to battle anything that could be contaminating to the body. It, it, you don't have the defense. Let's call it. You need that defense. You need ha- learn how to eat. For immunity, You need to learn many things, but enjoy the fact that you're learning. And today, we're going to have a special guest. Kevin Kearns and I have become friends. He's been really helping me. Some different uh, programs to bring on with his background. And he's been well-known around the world for what he does and the people that he has relationships with, that they do have its involvement with each other because of what they all professionally do too, not just friends. You see, I brought up martial arts because we're all in this together. The martial art of our mind and how we think, how we operate every day, is martial arts of the mind. It could be your faith in God. It could be your training. It could be whatever to go along with. How we think mentally. And we can learn to program ourselves with how we think and live without self so much, but live away from self mentally into The life of the planet, the martial art. So, we're going to have Kevin's going to be on again today with us, and he's introduced to us, he's introduced Dave Cover. And Dave will tell us a little bit about his background. And I am impressed with Kevin and Dave. I think you're going to enjoy this. Be sure and listen. Well, listen to our sponsor. Nature's Tears Eye Mist with just a mist. That immunity strength of the eye, there's only one technology on the planet that will work with that immunity strength the way it should to supplement that 99% water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist was invented to do just that way before COVID-19 for dry eye disease and problems. It's 100% water. It's a tissue culture grade of water. All natural. If you wear cosmetics, you'd be surprised. It doesn't run them whatsoever, even mascara. People are loving the fact of what it does to the eye. You can go to Amazon and see us there and other groups pharmaceutically. It's in the medical field. And find a place to find it with specials going on now because of COVID-19. We want to thank you, and we're going to listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears I Missed with Just a Mist. And... We'll be back with Kevin Kearns, who's introducing us to Dave Kozar.
0: Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com
3: Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye missed an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops.
0: the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to the Sharon Kleiner Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to Sharon SharonKleinaHour at yahoo.com. That's SharonKleinaHour at yahoo.com. Now, back to the program.
1: Kevin, are you with us?
0: Yes, I am, Sharon.
2: Hey, audience, I want you to know Kevin Kearns is here today again. And he's introducing us to Dave Kovar. But I want you to tell us, Kevin... Uh, real quickly about yourself and why you wanted to invite Dave and then we'll get Dave on to
1: be our
2: guest of the show.
1: Okay. It's, uh, it's, it's Hanshi, Dave, it's Kovar and Dave and I have known each other. Hanshi and I have known each other. God, it's going to be at least 10 years or so, maybe more. Um, my background is, as you know, Based on my book, I Always Pick Class, I was the kid that stunk in every sport, got involved in martial arts, which basically saved my life after my father died, gone into fitness, went to school for exercise physiology, got my degree, and then lo and behold, I ended up training 15 UFC fighters. So that's kind of basically what I do. Um, so I got out a certification course, do groups, we do corporate, online, you name it, we kind of do it. There's about 1,500 trainers in on my network right now, excuse me, coaches, uh, because I'm a big fan of, we're not trainers, we're coaches. Coaches want to see you do better. Uh, coaches get invested <laughs> in your life, and that's what, you know, basically we do. Yeah, and you the do. reason we do. And the reason I wanted to bring Hanchi Kovar on is because I've got so much respect for Hanshi across the board for his mindset, for his teaching, for his organization, for his business sense, and for his martial arts sense. And not to mention fitness, you know, he's... Yeah, I, I've seen many a martial artist, you know, every time they, they get a degree in their black belt, their uh, waist goes up too. Uh, Hanshi is in phenomenal shape for a man in his 40s, and I don't, I'm not i not going to guess Hanshi's age, but, you know, I, I know it's not uh, 40, that's for sure. So, well, I'm, I'm going to leave it over there.
2: I'll do a little bit here. Uh, Hashi, uh, I want to tell you. Um, I've got on here. You started martial arts at, in 1972 as a teenager,
4: <laughs> and then you yes,
1: started. <laughs> yep, yep.
4: Ah, uh, the secret's <laughs> out. Darn it! <laughs>
2: and uh, but you're still a, a, a you know a teenager teaching.
4: <laughs> there you go. Absolutely. But sounds I,
2: like absolutely uh, so Kevin. Much. It sounds like Kevin when he started young. But tell us about your background. Kevin really has said a lot of wonderful things about you, Hashi. Tell us a little well, bit audience. And, I want and to Dave, introduce Hashi Dave Kadar. But tell us you about so your much. background. Thank
4: you so much. I will. Uh, and, and Dave is fine, by the way. Hashi is a martial arts term that means model person. So uh, for the general okay. public, it's just like. So, but, um, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a professional martial arts instructor. I coach other people on. On uh primarily, my I run a chain of schools in in, in Northern California. Uh, we have about three thousand members, and then we also coach other martial arts uh, instructors on how to better for best practices. And my personal really drive is to is to try to take the concepts of martial arts and apply them to the general public because, like you'd mentioned earlier, that mental martial arts, martial arts of your mind, right? And uh, I have oh, an yeah. incident. Uh, sorry, so in the mid-60s, uh, I saw a silhouette of a guy doing a flying psychic on a billboard, and I would have been five or six years old. And I didn't know what it was, but I knew that's what I wanted to do. And it's kind of like uh, some of us are fortunate to be kind of drawn to our, our life's purpose. And at an early age, I just knew this is what I wanted to do. And, and so I've been fortunate. I started teaching young, and I've, I've been doing it ever since.
2: Now, what, what part of the martial arts are you teaching here? I'm going to let you tell
4: the audience. So uh, I am a multi-style martial artist so I've a black belt in several different arts uh, but what we try to do mm. is we try to look at mar- martial arts as kind of a holistic so so not just defending yourself against a bad guy you. but de- defending Good yourself ag- for you. against you okay. yes, against sickness and injury and apathy and poor health and all black those other things <laughs> because yeah most of us aren't going to like get in a violent confrontation but we are going to have to deal with with, uh, you know, all the things that are t- taxing us every day, that could bring our health down. And so that's part of our program as well.
2: Yes, yes. You know, Dave, that's why I wanted to show it Dave. is that the martial arts years ago, have you ever heard of a fellow in, in Grands Pass, Oregon, and if you're in the West Coast, Adele Saito, who's in karate, I'm, he's been at it forever. Okay.
4: Have you ever Have you ever heard of him? I, I, the name is familiar, well, but I, I can't say I know him.
2: Okay. He, oh, he's very best friend with the fellow out there. And I am embarrassed. I should have looked it up today. That was um, the movie star who was, uh, pay, played the cal, uh, the Western stuff. And he got big on martial arts. Well known. But anyway, back to, um, with him years ago, um, I found myself fascinated, and it got him to teach me a little bit more about what it's all about. And then I went in and studied, wait, this has been years ago, uh, both of you, uh, why the martial arts is so important it should be in every P.E. class. Every, every one of our warriors, our soldiers, should be trained in boot camp martial arts. Then I found myself I, with... No, I agree. Uh, Yes, and then I got to thinking about our men and girls in blue, our police officers, our law enforcement in blue and brown because we have sheriff departments that are in brown. But anyway, my grandson's a sheriff. But anyway, I got to thinking everybody should be more into that holistic side of living away from South both of you away from self, moving into the planet to live with the atmosphere, uh, with the holistic side of what martial arts teaches. And, you know, then I studied why in Japan they started, why the martial arts? Why Tai Chi and Qigong in uh, China? And then I started noticing how fascinating it's so sad that it isn't being put into the PE classes. All boot camps of every kind are taught how to think. And during this pandemic, both of you, to me, that's what we've got to get people thinking. They're in the Global Health Olympics. Like how can we beat this dream and get everybody back to work, get kids back to school, get People yes, back in the
1: gym, absolutely.
2: Get get people, all these people going, uh, Dave.
4: D- and you Kevin know, here. I had. A, I, can I can I share a quick little story that really changed yes, my perspective on things? You go forward,
2: and yes. So, you're our
4: guest. So years ago. Years ago, I had this student, her name was Terry Poxon, and Terry trained with me for 20 years, and about 10 years into her diagnosis, into her training, excuse me, she was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis, and she continued to train with me for another decade, and over this time, as her body deteriorated, her spirit just got stronger and stronger, and then one time, about five years after her diagnosis, uh, she was she was training after class, she was clearly in pain and having a hard time moving, and I didn't know what to do, and I went up to her and I said... Hey, Terry, is is there anything you can do to make it better? And she said one of the most profound things I've ever heard in my life. As a matter of fact, I hear her words in my head every day. She go, looked at me, she go, Dave, I know I can make it better because I can make it worse. I know I can make it better because I can make it worse. I want you to think about the honesty and the power of that statement and how you can use it to any aspect. Like you wonder, sometimes right. people wonder, I don't know if I can ever become more healthy. Well, can you make yourself sicker? If the answer is yes, then if you can't just have it one yeah. way, by default, yeah. if you can get worse, you can get better. And uh, Now, that that was something,
2: too, Kevin, I was really fascinated with both of you today, uh, Dave, is when a person has a terminal diagnosis, um, I've always believed you can fight it. Fight it. Go to the war room. Fight it. And I'm that way with this strain. Everybody in the United States and around the world, but beat the strain. A fox strain. Mentally, learn how to do it mentally, and then you'll learn how to instinctively do it physically, and it all will come together with why the instincts will teach us from there on how to, what to do. Then we started having challenges with our law enforcement, and I started thinking, we need the mental end of this. Then I got to thinking about those kids getting back in school, getting back to work, the economy. The economy everywhere in the world, we're all in this together like the Super Bowl. Everybody has a different economy. They wanted to be successful. Go to, outfox that strain. Outfox it. And get yes, people ma'am. back in the gym that want to work out like you guys are doing. And I'm sure that was an impact because Kevin and I talked. About what happened when they closed everything down, and all of a sudden, people who were used to being in training with you guys had to take a a time off away from it. And I guess you guys uh, now—do you, uh, Dave, do the virtual too, like Kevin has done? Yes,
4: yes, absolutely. We've been virtual for four months, and then I'm in California, so. We opened up about a month ago and they shut us down again about uh, a week ago. So we're back to virtual, but uh, we also have moved to outside. So we're, we're, we we found parks for all our students all over the, the, and it's working out, you know, you do the best you can with what you have. So we're, we're making lemonade as they say. So we're doing both virtual <laughs> oh, classes and classes now, outside.
2: Uh, I learned to ask you then, now, uh, with, with, and you've educated everybody about the mask, right?
4: Yeah. So yeah, we are very social. We're social distance. We're doing everything by you know county approval. But right. you know, we are we are making and you sure know, to be and super... You know
2: why both of you the mask. You know why that spit, and real quickly both of you too, today. I was didn't think about it, but here I. Uh, what happens with this war room to outfox that strain? It's in the spit. Just call it, I'm not going to call it saliva. What happens, both of you, is when that baby comes out of the womb, the baby begins to cry. All of a sudden, the saliva on the tongue has ner- and the ner- tongue has nerve endings. That tongue, that oral cavity, once in a while will have a little spit come out. The more the baby cries, the more is a tone to the baby. There's a tone. Have you ever recognized somebody by their tone, a voice, before you saw them? It's the tone. Our spit, it. when it comes out, it can come out calm a little bit. The more you yell and, and shout and carry on and ta-da, the tone goes up. You don't even have to yell out. There's more spit sometimes. That spit comes out and touches something. If you happen to be a carrier, whether you, it could be the common flu, it could be a regular cold, it could be something that is contaminated. Well, whatever it touches, that spit, and we do it, all of us do it, every one of us, then that touches something. Always keep your hands with hygiene safe. But when you touch, it's the organ of the eye Because that eyelid is open from birth, when it's open during the life of your living, there's a tear film on there. And when that tear film gets contaminated, that water, thats 99% water, the immunity strength of the eye is is not there if it's too dry. And then all of a sudden it will carry... So, get everybody liking to wear the mask. Now, in foreign countries, they were wearing masks not just for pollution, during seasons, different certain times. So, with what you guys are doing, both of you, can you imagine the influence you'd have on that health education?
4: Absolutely. Yeah, we're trying to be a good, as good example as we can.
2: Now, tell us about the different kinds of martial arts that you're both doing.
1: Go ahead, Kevin. Well, my, my thing is Jobo uh, Kung
4: Fu, uh, Thit Yitong Muay Thai, Western Boxing, the Kiti Tursi Kali. Yes, and I, I've been training, and, and I'm a multi-style guy as well. Is I, I, I've done, I still do a lot of jiu-jitsu and a lot of karate and a lot of taekwondo and a lot of Filipino weaponry and Okinawan kabuto. So um, I've got a bad case of martial arts ADHD, as they say. So it's like I... I I, I like a lot of different things, and everybody's martial arts journey is different. It's really not about the style; it's about uh, you know, uh, it, it's about your involvement and your passion and your commitment, and why, what it is about you. For me, it's it's a combination of a lot of things. It's just. Uh, the love of movement. Of course, practical self-defense is nice, right? It's the health aspects of it. It's the, it's the interaction with others. And, and just, it's really fascinating. There's, the more you learn about martial arts, the more you realize you know nothing. It's like uh, someone from the outside, they, they might think, wow, a guy's a black belt. He knows everything. And that's just barely scratching the surface.
2: Uh, and, and so it's, just it. it's really
4: fascinating. It keeps the brain young.
2: Yes, yes. And it challenges just what you said, both of you. Do you think you know? <laughs> I think there's a lot to learn. And it's how you reach out to the planet to live with the atmosphere and its solar. See, that's what I do, Dave, is I study the evaporation of the baby from birth, that water loss, and what's happening with those organs of the water loss, of evaporation, living with that water vapor of the atmosphere and like a battery, and what is happening with that reaction living with the solar system, of course. It's all rhythm, both of you, as you both know. It's the, that's the way it is with martial arts. It's a rhythm. And I like the fact that, Dave, you brought up the word holistic, because you turn away from thyself and reach out to what, what's there with the unknown And the unknown is what always gives us the, the, excuse my voice today, the ability to reach out away from self and learn more, realizing we never know enough anyway. We never have, we never will. We have to learn. Now, what are your age groups that you've been teaching both of you? To martial arts, that people are fast learning.
4: So for us, we have all ages. Our youngest kids are, are four years old. Most of our students are are, are young kids. Probably seventy five percent of our students are under eighteen. Twenty five percent are adults. That's that's kind uh-huh. of in our market, and uh, uh, and so it's really it's got something for people of all ages.
2: What about you, uh, myself, Kevin? What
4: are your age
1: groups? Mostly teenage and up teenage up to the you know up to the elderly it really depends on you know my new thing is uh i just got a contract for uh the Macaulay center down in providence which is a domestic violence shelter for women which i start on thursday for the next 12 weeks oh,
2: mhm oh i'm glad to hear well, that yeah yeah that's a good one now what about our militaries um out there have you guys been working in, with the military to get them influenced to put this in the boot camp?
4: So right now in, uh, in some of the bl- branches, there is quite a, more, a lot more martial arts involved than there used to be in the military. Uh, mm-hmm. So Gracie mm-hmm. Combatives is the part of, I believe, Marines and Army right now. And, and so they have, mm-hmm. they've really stepped up for the, their, their, their martial arts training as compared to, it was very archaic a few decades ago, but it's, it's very much catching up. The other thing that, like, we try to get across, both Kevin and I a lot, is, is the mindset, the Morsefart's mindset. mindset. Of I take great care of myself. I take great care of myself because the world needs me at my best. And the concept is, is mm-hmm. that when you, a lot of we times you have got to take people, a break. So don't go anywhere, both of you.
2: And okay. I'm going to come back and get you on a stump here on children in school. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. We're going to listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, with just a mist. Did you know at the surface of your eye is 99% water? And then eye drop causes a problem of evaporation and refractive eye surgery. So when they came to me to study, to come up with a new technology to supplement that surface of the eye for its immunity strength, to protect it and slow down that evaporation of the eye. We came up with nature's tears, eye mist, with tissue culture grade of water, with just a mist. We'll be back in a moment with Dave and Kevin.
3: all-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you.
1: Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, tune in iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast.
3: Hey, Alexa. Play Finding Your Frequency Podcast.
1: If that doesn't work, try
3: adding on TuneIn or on iHeart Radio or on Apple Podcasts.
0: Stimulating talk. It gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to Sharon at Yahoo.com. That's Sharon at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program.
2: I want to invite, um, that we've invited today uh, with Kevin Kearns, who's been our special guest several times. I've been so impressed with his background. Globally, And he invited today uh, Hashi Dave Kovar, who is well-known with thousands of people that he's worked with. And both of them are masters in martial arts. And the reason I invited that today is I think it's very important. And, then, and Dave brought it up today during the show. And Kevin has done this about the holistic side of martial arts, teaches us this to live away from self and know that we have so much to learn. Um, I'm going to put you both on a stump on this one. On the PE classes in school, um, is there a way that can start getting the curriculum in school? I want better health education in school, number one. I've said it forever, for a long time. Um, In the old days, and both of you, I'm 78. In the old days, they used to have health education classes and PE. And then I, when I was put on the State Board of Health years ago, representing several counties, I found with study that health education was slipping, but it was not just here in the United States. It's worldwide. I do believe that health education has got to come back, but we need the children, the student, to get fascinated with something other than self and get into what you both teach, into the martial arts of, of ways to, to think, ways like you both found for yourself as teenagers, what you wanted to do, and Kevin is very open about the fact that he'd been bullied and he found another way to think for himself. And what? what now we'll start out with Kevin. Mm-hmm. What, Kevin, what do you think about schools, you know, of getting a, a project going to get it into the PE classes?
1: Well, you know, I think the whole system and I'm sure Dave would actually agree needs to be revamped. Um the P E system is a joke. I hate to say it, but it is, especially in this country. I think it uh, is too. Uh you know, there's you know, people are so worried about somebody getting injured or somebody getting sued, uh, you know, in our day, Sharon and Sharon, your mm-hmm. day, our day. I remember my father telling me that they used to have climbing ropes when they were in P E class. I mean, nobody can climb a rope. Oh, we did nowadays.
2: I, I, I... I slipped down once. I went to the top of the rope, and I could have been about the sixth grade. And I, I all of a sudden slipped clear down, and my hands were burned. Do you think my parents and I would sue the school? Of course not.
1: Well, that's that's the that's hmm. the challenge. It's it's this. Unfortunately, you know, there's a level of entitlement that. I think this generation has, and I hate to say it, but I'm sorry that I'm going to, I'm going to be blunt and tell the truth. There is a level of entitlement with, with the, with the, uh, you know, the next generation. I was over at a friend's house the other day and his girlfriend has three boys and the level of, you know, not, you know, non, what's the, what's the word I want? non hustle, not pulling yourself up by your bootstraps. I had a conversation with somebody at a meeting at a big sales meeting for a product and do you realize that the average length of time that a child spends at home is until they're 27 now, back in the forties, it was like 19, you know, the average age of a world war two B-17 bomber was 22, 22 years old flying missions that you could die with six people on the, on the, you know, under your belt. I, I agree with the Israelis. I think, I think like Israel, I think this country, we should be, we should have our kids go to two years military service. I wish I went, Mm-hmm. You know, I think, I think mm-hmm. there's just a certain level of – because when you go to the military, it doesn't – they don't care if you're from a wealthy family or a poor. It doesn't matter. You're all right. the same. Right,
2: right. Yeah, uh, what do you think, Dave, about getting into schools?
1: What, what would you do?
2: <laughs> because you, you've got an extensive on the West Coast, and the West Coast is a very challenging area um, with sure. schools. And the, they're not wanting to go back to school right now. It's not the kids. It's the, um, they're afraid. But how would you get, let's say they get back and all of a sudden we start programming them into better uh, health education classes and PE and getting a PE curriculum to where they're learning to live away from self and learn more about the martial arts of how to think, how to discipline, to think, how how would you do
4: that? So we, you can, we only can do what we can do, right? So locally, we're heavily involved in our schools. So we probably are mm-hmm. involved in, and I'm guessing, and we have uh, nine schools in Sacramento County, and we probably do something in, I would guess, uh, nine martial arts schools, that is. And, and we, we probably are involved in about 45 uh, public schools and, and maybe three or four private schools to where, uh, we do okay. some kind of enrichment program, uh, whether, so, and, and with, with great, uh, uh, with, with great success. The issue is that, uh, we haven't been able to get like on a, 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 uh, these are all done with individual schools. We haven't got to be able to get it to a district or, or state level yet. So every year we kind of go back and we have a relationship with a principal and we'll go in and we'll do either PE classes or we'll do an assembly regarding, you know, uh, uh, uh how, how you can be healthier or, or how to, uh, uh, uh We call it five ways to say no, how to say no to drugs, tobacco, alcohol, peer pressure, bullying, etc. Right, there we go. Oh, there
2: we go. And the other one, both of you, is is how to work with your mind to keep away from any um, influence on the body, not responding to the health of your body, and not give in to trying to experiment with the drugs. Yes.
4: Yeah, so that's really about see one of the great things about martial arts training is that when it, when a child's confidence goes up, see a predator of any right. age is looking for prey. They're looking for someone that they can get over on, right? And so once a child they can is get more alert sweet. and confident yeah. They yeah. they're not as uh people. They just naturally are. Predators will avoid someone that that projects confidence, and and when you have more confidence, then you're more likely to say no to negativity and fear pressure and 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 doing things you know mm-hmm. you shouldn't do. And so it, it's really it starts young, and and uh, and so like I said, th- there are more and more people all the time that are 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 getting involved in martial arts and we see what happens. So we're, we're doing the best we can. We have not yet been able to figure out how to craft the code to get into the schools on a, on a, on a like a state basis or a federal basis, but, but you know, we're, we're continuing to try.
2: You know, something I often bring up on the show with everybody, something that I learned is um, like I said, I'm 78 years old. Had a lot to learn, but I'm well, constantly learning. Um, is that the insurance companies are very influential, very influential. And if you get those insurance companies looking at what is good for health education and, and uh, the martial arts and the different uh, focuses of, that are, can save money, but also be a, a health educator for people to be able to be um, stronger, and the companies, and stronger at uh, having more influence, I should say, than stronger, and more influence on um, what is going to save everybody some money and also be of, of good. The insurance companies, don't forget to turn to them and their executives at the top. They're at the top and entertain it so that when you're doing things, invite them. To what you're doing. Get them involved. That's what I did with Nature Tears I Missed when we launched. Nature Tears I Missed, I wanted in the medical field. Nobody had ever done it before with 100% water. They always were put in the holistic field over in the nature's category. That's why it was invented. I, did, I said no. It, the evaporation of the tear film is a dry eye disease. I want it over there in the drugstore department in front of the pharmacist's counter. And then we did credits of education to the pharmacists because they're the chemists. But what I'm saying is, it, then we went after the insurance companies to put it on there, that people at the doctor recommends it, they can write it off. And that worked. We were the first to do that. But what I'm saying is, is both of you have such influence, and it sounds like from East Coast to West Coast, both of you have a lot of influence there going, that could become an avenue to think it out. But we've got a pandemic going on right now that people have to understand how simple it is to, to beat that, to outfox the war room, in the war room of that strain. And the strains change per continent, per location. They're, they're, uh, it's an unbelievable multiple of strains to it. They've only come up with 19. I swear, I think there's going to be more strains by far. So the challenges we're having individually, and now, as you both know, people have to, want to go back to work and start supporting their family and their income. And, and uh, what's going to happen is they're not going to go back to work and then somebody else would be lined up at the door to take their job. That shouldn't be. They should be able to go back to work. And the children, the other thing both of you, I'm sure you two have thought of it, the children that were striving to get into the next grade are going to be held back. There's a curriculum they have to make to get into the next grade. Is that unfair? And then let's say the children in athletics. They're going to be held back while other countries, other people of the world are moving forward The ch- in, in sports, in, in scholar, declaratorians, salutatorians, going into the colleges. They're going to be held back. Which ones are going to be held best? And that is so unfair to the children. So people have to get creative. But I will share with both of you, we're bringing on in August, he's getting ready for a um, report to the task force and to NIH about the oral cavity of the mouth and where it is vital why people wear the mask It'll slow everything down, outfox the strain. But we only have a little time left. Kevin, why don't you tell us some of the things that you'd like to think about today for people with the martial arts of their life and their training of their selves um, well, I to think th- about through you?
1: I, th- I think I'd like, I'd like Dave to go into the whole... Dave has this whole talk on the samurai spirit. I mean, we'll have to do the cliff notes, but... You know, I've heard it before. I enjoy listening to it. So, Dave, why don't you take it away with the, that whole aspect? Okay.
4: Well, well okay. I just, uh, you know, some of the mindsets, the first one is, is that we try to really express through martial arts training is I take great care of myself because the world needs me at my best. The first thing to really stress is to make people aware of the fact that it's not, they're not being selfish by taking care of themselves. It's the best thing they can do for their family. And so many people think, oh, I don't have time to eat right because I got to go to work or, or, you know, the bottom line is everybody, I'm a better husband, father, teacher when I'm feeling good about myself. So that's first and foremost. Because if you can't be, uh, you know, if you're, if you're sick, injured, depressed, you're, you're not as good for your community. So that's step number one. And the second step, which, which again stems from the samurai wisdom culture, is is to uh, the concept of of understanding whatever challenge you're going through. This challenge will make me stronger. That you'll get over. Like if you look back, every all three of us have had plenty of challenges that that we've had to overcome. And we may not be happy uh, when we're in a challenge, but in almost always on the other end, uh, we always can think, "Wow, you know what? That was hard, but I'm glad I went through that. I'm stronger because of it." Right. And that's really what I'm really stressing with my uh, uh, my students now. Is there's three things during this this uh, uh, pandemic that you that you can really focus on that I'm focusing on and that is attitude, adaptability and action. You know, how can I keep my mm-hmm. attitude positive? What 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 how do I have to adapt to my circumstances and what action steps are going to benefit myself and my community and my family, right? And and, and so that's right. really what we're really trying to stress is us at our best. You know, the, right. the other thing
1: right. the other thing I'll throw in there too is, you know, we just did a whole a whole line of sh- whole line of shirts and one of the things people say, well, you know, how, uh, Coach, how have you been working out for 40 years? I said it's the two C's and the three D's. Commitment, consistency, desire, dedication, and determination. That's what it boils down to. You know, if you can get committed, you can be consistent. But you have to be consistent to be committed. And if yeah, you have God. the desire, anything can be done. You know, anything can be done. Awesome. I think the biggest thing that martial arts taught me is goal orientation. You know, goal orientation, self-respect, discipline, honor, character. That's the one thing I think that's missing with the young people nowadays. I'm sure Hanshi will agree for certain. And one of the things they get at, uh, at martial arts school is character. You know, where is the character values? That's, what, that, that's some mm-hmm. of what I think is missing.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, something else I mean, we forgot to mention is the courtesy that goes with that. And martial arts absolutely. is learning to be courteous because... Uh, it's just something about learning away from self when you're learning to be more polite, courteous well, to others. I can, I can, Have you ever noticed that people that, that are good at martial arts are very courteous?
4: Well, I can address why. See, because of the nature of what we teach is, is potentially violent. We're teaching people to harm others. What it obligates us to do is swing the pendulum to the other side and stress things, right. courtesy, respect, self-control, that otherwise they can certainly learn courtesy through other things, but it's not a requirement. See, what because of what we're doing, once again, we're, we've got to swing the pendulum really far to one side. That forces us to swing to the other side. So we, that's why we teach kids to look someone in the eye when they're shaking their hand and to be polite and courteous and have self-control, because that's the perfect combination. Right. When you can defend yourself and you're a good person, that's a winning combination. That's what we're trying to create with our students.
2: Right, mm-hmm. mentally. Yeah. yeah, and all. Okay, well, we're out of time, but... Uh, Dave, tell us how to find you on the on, on, on website.
4: So you can go to, to uh, um, Kovars.com, kovar uh, com is where our, our school sites, or uh, for speaking engagements, you can go to Dave Kovar Live.
2: Okay. And, Kevin, where would we find you?
4: Burns
1: B-U-R-N-W-I-T-H-K-E-A-R-N-S.com.
2: Well, both or, of you, thank you so much. Go ahead.
1: Or 508-404-8503. There you go.
2: All right. Well, both of you, thank you. I thank you, Dave, for taking your time from what you guys do to think about well, what I we can do on. to save lives. Thanks, Dave. Okay. We wish you Cheers. well. And God bless. Thank you for coming on. Bye. Well, audience. I've said it every show. Put a child's heart in your hands. And they're all perfect to me. We need to realize our lives are precious to us all. Let's learn as much as we can. That's why I started this show 13 years ago. I want you to drink eight to 10 glasses of water. I want you to wear a mask. I want you to go back to work, get back to school. We want to thank you for listening. Have a nice day.
0: Thank you for listening. Join us next week for another edition of the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel with an encore Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Remember to visit Sharon's website at SharonKleinerHour.com.